Thank you for joining me, Elder Madison. Yeah, thanks for having me. So just generally, the idea of having full-time alders with increased pay, how exactly would that, in your opinion, improve community engagement with the council? In short, I think, one, if we had, let's just go with if we had a full-time council. It would just mean that you literally have basically what amounts to a full-time staff person addressing constituent concerns that goes along with it. We all serve on several committees and or boards. While we're serving on committees and boards, preparing for those committee meetings, preparing for common council, preparing for upcoming development. Some of us are also hosting regular neighborhood meetings, for example, for a neighborhood that may be seeing some level of development. And so sometimes you have to weigh, do I spend my couple hours replying to emails or phone calls or text messages, or do I want to spend those couple hours, for example, setting up a neighborhood meeting, you know, structuring who's going to get a index card or a postcard, for example, and coming up with a copy for that. So each task oftentimes has, like any job, it has a list of other associated tasks until you get to the end goal. So simply it would mean that constituents would have more opportunities to reach us. For example, with our recent snow, lots of us got emails about that. So I was able to, you know, use some of my time to help folks, you know, whether it was getting a volunteer there to shovel out a mailbox, for example, or trying to explain to them how they can record an issue like a business, you know, had not plowed or shoveled their sidewalk, for example. So I think it would just simply mean they would have more access to all this for some of their day-to-day concerns. And then we would in turn have a bit more time to work on neighborhood meetings and increasing engagement. So my understanding is that some current alders have time for more than the, the expected 20 hours a week spent working on common council duties, that kind of thing. And then some of them really only have time for those 20 hours. Have you seen that affect how people engage with their community members? Is that reflected in how much people really hear from their representatives? Well, I can't make any judgments on each individual alders because, you know, I don't see their workload. I don't know their priorities. I don't know how many emails they're receiving. I can really only speak to how I would engage. But what I will say is that it is tough for folks like myself and folks like District 8 Alder NGR because he's also a full-time student. Or you have someone like Alder Bennett, before she got her full-time job, she, you know, shared publicly that she was facing losing her housing because, you know, she just couldn't afford to go to school, work a job, and be Alder, even though she's doing an exceptional job of serving as Alder. So it just depends on where you're at in your life. Some folks may be retired, so they may have a pension or, you know, some sort of retirement benefits or Social Security, for example. And then some of us who, like, I founded an organization, so I can't, you know, short my organization hours on my time. So we have to work. Everybody is sort of in a different boat. I can't really speak to what their workload and their priorities are. I can just say that if this was my full-time job, for example, I can be available, you know, 40 hours a week to folks. Last week, the Common Council narrowly rejected a proposal to increase Alder's annual salary by 60 percent. Can you tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit more about that proposal and then what ultimately happened at that meeting? I can't remember which Alder suggested we bring it down from, I can't remember the exact amount, but in Alder proposed bringing it down from the proposed amount to, I believe, $20 an hour. And I believe it was Alder Duncan who proposed bringing that down to a little bit over $17 or so. But that one did not pass either. But there was, you know, there was still like 13 or 14 folks interested, but it required a 15 member vote because it was a majority item. And then Alder Field, I believe he was a no vote on the $17. So when you vote no on something, 
you can also quickly pretty much ask to reconsider it. So he asked for the vote to be reconsidered. He sort of alluded that he would be more in line with supporting something a little bit over $15 or around 15 bucks. And so he reconsidered it. We voted again at that $15 number. And Alderman Haley, I don't know if she voted yes on the 20 plus dollars, but I believe she voted yes on the $17. So this time, I believe she voted no. So where Alder Field voted yes to support that 15, but voted no on the 17. Alderman Haley and others, of course, voted no too. There was one, I think, abstain, but it ended up not passing because either folks didn't support, you know, 2017 or 15. And then there was the vote change. From what you heard, what are the main concerns when it comes to increasing annual pay? I don't know how much, you know, my fellow alders spent understanding how rigorous serving as alder can be for some folks. But what I heard a lot after that vote, I heard from, I won't name, but I did get a couple calls from two alders who shared that they did not realize there are alders who they really can't afford to be alder. You know, they are struggling financially. They don't have a second stable income or they, for example, were at risk of losing their housing. I will say what I share with those alders is that we have heard about folks' struggles with being alders financially, at minimum since I've been alder in October 2022, so I don't know where the disconnect came from. But what we were hearing leading up to the vote is really what was being mimicked across social media, where it appears that there are, you know, a collective of folks who are kind of really unfortunately sharing misinformation about people or misinformation about the role of alders and what we do. So for example, we got a couple emails, you know, that were kind of saying we're lazy, you know, we don't do anything. We're living high off of taxpayers' dollars. Now, again, I can't speak to what anyone else does, but I know absolutely that's not my story. But I also want to point out, I got positive emails And we got positive emails that went to all of us that, you know, thanked us for our service, that did say they supported, you know, a modest raise. For me, what it comes down to is that this is a more diverse council, right? Lots of folks are very excited about us being a more diverse council. But that also means when you have a more diverse council, of course, you have more folks of color on the council. And so what you also see is what we see in just the regular workforce is where you have folks of color, you're extracting a lot of labor from folks of color without necessarily fair compensation. So in this regard, you have folks who are themselves facing financial emergencies or the inability almost, you know, to hold on to their housing and getting very close to eviction, where in a regular traditional, you know, workplace world, we would never support something that's set up like you know, serving as alder, for example, that would be a cause for concern in a workplace. If you see, you know, a few of your employees are facing eviction, the employer will come up with some sort of solution. That's why we have, you know, employers pick up and create employee assistance programs, for example, because employees have concerns. They have, you know, just life that happens. And sometimes when your pay is so low, that creates other issues for you. But in short, what we were hearing is, that we were lazy, you know, we don't do anything, we're living high off the hog. And there was, I, I remember getting a message where it's, they believe that we made more money than we did. So there were some inaccuracies on what we're actually paid. So what I'll just say is I saw lots of misinformation out there. And what we were getting an email mimicked some of the misinformation that I was seeing across social media. Do you think the pay raise will be reintroduced at a later date? I do think so. I have a conversation, um, not about all the pay, but I intend to bring up the question with the city attorney. 
just to ask you, because again, I've only been auditing since October 2022, and I've never, you know, asked for something to be brought back that we've already decided to vote down. And so I do intend, it is my assumption that other auditors are interested in the same thing, but I intend to not let it go and to bring it back when we can bring it back. Because I think there will be more of us, at least I could say, again, for myself, that I will do a better job of publicly showing what I'm doing. That's why I began to track my hours in a way where it's not just me, you know, with a paper and pencil writing it down, but using an app that would allow me to just track my hours and create a graph that I can share with the public so they can see this is how at least I spend my week. Folks who know me from being older and out in the community, no one will attach the word lazy to me anyway. But I also just wanted to to show the public, like sort of like to unmask what it looks like to be older for a week, for example. And so sometimes it's better just to provide facts and information to counter all the misinformation and give people something they can look at. So when someone is telling them, you know, alders are lazy, they're not doing anything, they're living high on the hog, they can look at my week and see how much time I spend on the tasks that I've worked on that week. Thank you again for agreeing to speak with me, Alder Madison. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for asking. That was Alder Sabrina Madison of the Far East Side. She says there's a lot of misinformation about how much alders are actually paid and how many hours they spend working on council duties. Last week, she voted in favor of a proposal that would have increased alders' annual salaries, but the proposal ultimately failed to pass, even after several proposed amendments. 